Have you ever had to defend someone you love? Maybe that person was facing harsh criticism or opposition, and you knew they needed support, so you jumped into the fray, hoping to provide some relief. This is Saturday, September 23rd. Years ago, a young man from the church I was serving at the time was arrested for drug possession. The police also charged him with drug distribution, which was something I knew he had not done. The authorities did this because they wanted him to do some jail time. Now, it's true he was a troubled man, but I was hopeful as he had come to faith in Christ. His addictive lifestyle hadn't changed, hadn't ended, but he was making slow progress as a new young believer. When he realized that he could very well land in jail, he asked if I was, would be willing to be a character witness. I debated this as to whether I should do it or not. I knew much about his troubles. What I shared could both hurt him but could also help him. I agreed under the condition that he knew I would answer all questions truthfully, even the ones that might hurt him, and he was good with that. Now, I want to go to our scripture text for today. This is Galatians chapter 1, verse 8 to 10. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so I now say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Now we're finishing up this week in this section of chapter 1 of the book of Galatians. Remember what has happened thus far. The new Christians in the church in Galatia had come to faith with great joy. The new forgiveness of God, the experience of that, and fellowship with God as well must have been overwhelming to them. But soon they were led astray by a group of converts from Judaism. These Jewish believers had the mistaken idea that believing in Jesus was just another step in their Judaism and in keeping the customs and laws of the Jewish people. So they distorted the gospel by telling the church that they had to add to the work of Jesus by, um, by working themselves. They had to add to what Jesus did in saving them. Now at the time it all sounded good. Who wouldn't want to live faithful to God? And that is why Jesus came. That's what they said. And so that's, the church was good with it. But Paul saw this new teaching for what it was. The Jewish believers were adding to the gospel. They were saying, in effect, that what Jesus did was not enough. The free gift of salvation was, well, really not free at all. Now, Paul could not believe that the Galatian believers had pulled away from the beautiful love of Christ to anything else. And he told them that once you add anything to the gift of grace... Well, it's no longer a gift anymore. It's no longer grace at all. It's not a different gospel. It is actually far from the gospel. Yes, it is here that Paul has come to the defense of the gospel. And by defending the gospel, 
He's actually defending the Lord Jesus. You see, Jesus did it all. He gave it all to us. All the peace, all the joy, all the freedom, all the life. We do not accomplish a thing in that. We only receive it. I think Paul, like all of us at a time, find ourselves defending the gospel. We have to defend it when someone is excluded, for example, because they've struggled with sin. All of us have sinned, yet our status has been given to us by Jesus, the one who never sinned, but who gave his life to cover our sin. Or we will have to defend someone who has fallen, someone who made an immense mistake, but yet is forgiven and offered a way home through repentance and through continuing to trust Christ. We may have to defend a brother or sister that everyone else has given up on. I remember when I had to come to the defense of an unmarried woman that became pregnant. She was being criticized and attacked for her sin. I had to defend the gospel and all that Jesus did to provide for her forgiveness. I had to call upon people to love her the way they had been loved by Jesus in their sin. You see, when we do this, we're defending the gospel and we're defending Jesus. Do you know that Jesus did this? One day he came upon a scene where men were ready to stone an adulterous woman. He defended her by asking them to consider their sin first before throwing the first stone. Jesus could defend her because he would ultimately die for her. Let me tell you what happened to my friend. I was there for the trial and I was called as a character witness. I testified on his behalf. As I thought it might happen, the prosecutor asked some very difficult questions. I was more than willing to answer. And I think what this jury saw was the truth. This young man had many problems, that was clear. But they also heard that he had begun down the road toward hope and a new life. I believe that the gospel, the knowledge that Jesus loved him and gave himself for him was the source of great hope for him. He did not go to jail but he did receive quite a long time on supervised probation. And I think this was the best thing. It helped him to continue to grow in his knowledge of Christ and also to deal with his addictions at the same time. I think of him as I read our text for today. Now, Paul says that anyone who preaches another gospel is accursed. Those are very strong words, but I believe they're strong because Paul knows the injury that comes from a so-called gospel, it can be devastating. It can keep us shackled to a performance that we could never rise to, and it can drain hope from our lives. It offers no future. The good news for us to remain in is that Jesus has done it all so that we might have life in him. That's the real gospel, trusting in Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, we can be so easily distracted from the pure grace of Jesus. Enable us to keep our eyes on him and remember that we have been redeemed by his work, that the work is finished. Enable us to live in the hope of our future secured by Jesus. For we pray in his name. Amen.